He sent forth his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. Psalm 107 verse 20. The message you're about to hear is a straightforward, down-to-earth and insightful teaching by Lady Reverend Adelaide Heward-Mills. Lady Reverend Adelaide serves under her husband, Bishop Dag Heward-Mills, as a pastor at the Lighthouse Chapel International. Lady Reverend Adelaide is a handmaiden of God and is privileged to have been used by God to pastor and to speak the Word of God, both nationally and internationally, to all ages and gender. She has a plethora of messages on many issues, experiences, and situations of life from God's perspective. Get ready to be transformed as you listen to this message by God's anointed handmaiden, Lady Reverend Adelaide Heward Mills. We've been so blessed this week, I mean weekend. Friday, we've had the opportunity to listen to some small boy and small girl. Is he? Yeah, but in the Lord. And this Sunday afternoon, to crown it all, to crown it all, now wait. See, when you, your, your mother goes out and she comes back, you are excited. Because you know she's coming with some goodies. Whether you have asked for those goodies or not, you know that mommy's bag always has something nice inside. My mother's bag always has something nice inside. Yeah. And this afternoon, I'm here to tell you that our mother's bag has something nice inside. Mommy is pregnant with beautiful things. She's about to pour out onto us. So say it with a standing ovation. Whether you are in America, whether you are in Bantama, whether you are in Brekum, whether you are in Sphinctus, wherever, with a shout of joy, let's receive our mommy, Episcopal Festival.
say why are you developing an attitude to the things of God small you who are you in God's eyes it's just by his grace that he looks your way so humble yourself and flow amen what an awesome time in the presence of God we thank God for starting with us on Friday for his faithfulness to us on Saturday and to bringing us together now for the grand finale we give Jesus all the praise Thank God for all our wonderful speakers and pastors that God has used to stir up our faith. Amen. And they have powerfully taught you from this book that is based on God's word that you can name it, you can claim it, and you can take it amen somebody many Christians including young people live as if they are defeated many Christians including young people live like the world but we are in the world but we are not of this world amen the world has two kingdoms the kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of light if you are not born again you belong to the kingdom of darkness not because I sent you there but because the light of the gospel of Jesus Christ has not shone in your heart nor in your life so as Christians we live in this dark world but by giving our lives to Christ and being committed to him the Bible says we become translated transferred transported from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son amen and the current world we are in does not regard God there's a lot of ungodliness there's no fear of God Everything worldly seems so glamorous, so shimmery, so shining, so attractive. And children of God, instead of using their God-given faith, are living defeated lives. And they speak almost like the world. When the world says, it's hard to walk with God. The children of today also say, oh yes, it's not easy to walk with God. But when you become born again, you become a child of God. When you become a child of God, a certain power comes into your life. That's why the book of John 1 verse 12 says, As many as received him and believed on his name, to them he gave power to become the children of God. He didn't give that power to everybody. Amen. He gave that power only to those who have believed him 
and received him and have become children of God. So if you are here and you haven't received Jesus, you haven't believed in him, you haven't categorically asked him to come into your life and become the Lord of your life, then you are just God's creation, but you have not become a child of God. It is only when you become a child of God that the promises of God come to you. Ten years ago, my father passed away. When my father passed away, we had a funeral, a big funeral, because he was a prominent man. So we had a big funeral. After the funeral, two weeks after, he had what you call a pre-burial will and then a post-burial will. So in the pre-burial will, he said that, bury me here, do this, do this, do this. And he also said, after two weeks, when you've done all the things, gone to my hometown, whatever, go back to the city where I lived, where I was also brought up. Go back there and have my will read. So we went there and we had to do all the necessary legal things. You don't just go and then it's being read. It's not like that. It had to be admitted to probate. So we did that. And then we were told to come to the courthouse, the high court. So when we went, there was a room and the registrar of the court, one of the registrars said that we should sit down. When we sat down, he began to read the contents of the will. I leave my so-so and so to my daughter Adelaide, he would, Adelaide Bade, no, that wasn't he would Mills. I leave so-so and so to my son here, to my daughter here, to my son here, to my daughter here. What was not in the will was anyone who was not his child or he was not a father figure to, the name did not come into the will. So we knew other people, we had neighbors, all that, but their names were not in the will. Why? Because they were not fathered by Mr. Baden. Amen. In the same way, if God does not father you, you are not in his will. He has not left you any inheritance because there is no connection. Amen? So say to the person next to you, is there a connection to the Heavenly Father? Because if there is no connection, Jesus cannot come and live with you. He has nothing to do with you. You are on your own. Taking your own decisions, living your own life, subjecting your life to the school of hard knocks, doing as you please. But when you give your life to Christ and you ask Him to come in and be the Lord of your life, he says that he gives you power to become a child of God. What does it mean to become a child of God? Every child has his parents' genes. Amen? So when you become a child of God, you are genetically of God. So the things that God is, you become. For instance, God is righteousness. So he gives you righteousness. He gives you a thirst for holiness. He gives you a fear of God. And 
He sanctifies you. He delivers you from hell because now you are his child. It's part of the will. That because you are his child, the blood of Jesus has paid the price for you. And because of that, you are not going to hell. And then he also gives you what we call faith. Amen? So faith is one of the things that come to you. Because you are a child of God. Amen, somebody. So when we look at Romans chapter 12, reading from verse 3. For I say through the grace given unto me, to everyone among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, according as God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith. Amen. When you become a child of God, he gives you the measure of faith. Amen. So faith is an inheritance also for a child of God. Amen. The God kind of faith. Not just faith, but the God kind of faith. So when Jesus cursed the fig tree, he said to them, have faith in God. Mark 11, which also means have the God kind of faith. So I want you to know that in you as a child of God, dwells the measure of faith but faith is like a muscle it has to be exercised that is why those who go to the gym or run or play football or they are macho because they have exercised their muscles it's not that they are more macho than you but it's because your muscles have been asleep for a long time and their muscles have been working amen and because it's working, the muscles grow. Faith is like a muscle. Unless you exercise it, unless you let it grow, it will stay the same. Amen? And what did Jesus say? He said that everyone should have the faith of a child. Because childlike faith is more powerful than a grown-up's faith. Amen? And that childlike faith is a quality of the faith, the God kind of faith that God gives you. So the fact that you are even a child makes you able to have even more faith than the so-called grown-ups who have become doubtful and skeptical. Amen. And the Bible admonishes the grown-ups to learn about faith from you children. Jesus said, unless you be converted and you become like a child, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven because you have to believe when you have faith. Amen? And that is why this weekend we chose the theme, name it, claim it, and take it. Amen? Because as a child of God, you have the right to name it. Once it's in his promises, once it's in his word, you have the right to name it. You have the right to claim it. Amen? And these are the things that you've been taking through this weekend. And today I want to speak to you about how to take it. We know how to name it. We know how to claim it. 
and now we are going to learn how to take it amen somebody joshua chapter 1 verses 6 and 8 be strong and of good and of a good courage for unto these people shall thou divide for an inheritance the land which i swear unto their fathers to give them you see it's all based on god's promises this book of the law and i expect you to know this verse by heart joshua 1 8 shall not depart out of thy mouth but thou shalt meditate therein 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 day and night that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein for then thou shalt make thy way prosperous and then thou shalt have good success joshua was an army general who took the promised land for the people of israel if we want to walk in our possessions we have to study the life of joshua and follow his example god said to joshua be strong and very courageous or be strong and of good courage he was also told to meditate on the word of god why all these were to enable him to obey god's word to take what is ours and to take what we name and claim it means we have to act on god's word it means we have to act on our faith and thereby possess our possessions amen now it takes faith and it takes courage and strength to act on your faith that is why god told joshua to be strong and very courageous it takes courage to talk to your friends about jesus it takes courage to invite somebody to give his life to christ because when you think about all the things that people are going to say all the treatment they are going to give you you can easily give up but faith for it to be exercised you need to be strong and very 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 courageous amen when you go to school to even tell people when they are doing or saying certain things you say hey come let's go here and for you to say i'm a child of god i'm a christian so i try to please god and this is not one of the things that will please god it takes a lot of strength because everybody is against you everybody is in opposition but faith in god and obedience to his word can help you to take it amen if you want financial prosperity you must obey the word of god which tells us to work hard second thessalonians chapter 3 verse 10 and after this conference you're going to learn these verses because the word of god is your sword and you are going to have to fight life with the word of god amen second thessalonians 3 reading from verse 10 for even when we were with you this commanded we you that if anyone does not work he should not eat for we hear that there are some who walk among you disorderly not working at all but are busybodies 
Amen. Sometimes people say, oh, faith, so I won't work. I will sit at home. And then manna will fall from the sky. Really? Even manna needed to be collected. Even manna, you need to go to the place God has set before the manna will rain down. And after that, you also collect it before you start to eat it. Said so this, this faith doesn't work without you activating it, without you taking some actions, without you doing something. So those of you who just roam about every, every vacation, from house to house, place to place, busy bodies, not yielding anything, be warned. If you want to prosper in this life, it's going to take hard work. And 2 Thessalonians 3.10 is saying, He who does not work, must not eat. Many of you in this generation, when we ask you what you want to be, you want to be influencers. You want to be bloggers. Because you think life is easy. But faith is courage you need to work. It says faith without works is dead. So faith comes with works and that is how to take it. Amen, somebody. So you don't just say, oh, I have faith. I have faith that when I go and write this exam, I'll come out with flying colors. But in the interim, I do not prepare for the exam. I just sleep. I'm always on my phone or my tablet. Even when mommy comes and says, turn off the lights, it's under the cloth that is covering me. And yet I come and I say, I name success in exam. I claim success in exam. And I take nine ones or eight ones. How many subjects do you do? Nine ones. It's not like that. Proverbs 21.31. Proverbs 21.31. What does it say? The horse is prepared against the day of battle. But safety of victory is of the Lord. So the, the horse is going to be used. God will bring victory and safety. But the preparation depends on you. That is how to take it. You activate faith by preparing for the exam. Amen somebody. And then the Lord gives you safety and victory. So there's nothing like, oh I don't have to study. You know, I don't have to look in a book. God has done it. Excuse me to say, it's not faith. It's not name it, claim it, take it. It's foolishness personified. Amen, somebody. Turn to your friend, say, if you do not work, you must not eat. Amen. Some people say, oh, I'm the spiritual child of Bishop Dag." It's good. You are the spiritual child. But if you are the spiritual child of Bishop Dag, you must allow the word that God gives him to give to you to enter your life. Because it's a father that provides meals for the children. Amen. But if you are wordless, word free, scripture free, and you are naming it and claiming it and taking it, you are not going to get far. Amen, somebody. When we were in university, 
One of the people who learned the most or studied the most was Bishop Dagwood Mills. Yes, he started the church in medical school. And he started the church at Kolebu. But even before Kolebu, when we were on Legon campus, he will have all nights on Fridays. He will have dumb broadcast after the all night, no sleep, straight to the halls to preach. After that, we will do follow-up. But after that, when the world is rising up, when unbelievers are now rising up, we will go and sleep a few hours. And then when we woke up, all the unbelievers or others who were not in our group will be chatting with us. Hey, Adelaide, how is it? But we had the wisdom to know that even though we knew that promotion does not come from the east nor the west, and we were claiming that God would promote us, we had to put what we believed in action. So after when we get up, we just have a bath, have a bite, and make a beeline with our books to learn so that God would be able to give us victory. When I went to the law school, law faculty, you see, law school is different from law faculty. Learn it from today. Law faculty is where you belong when you are doing law as a first degree, as a subject, and you are not yet studying to become a barrister. So law school is only for the professional course. So unless you have reached Makola or the new ones they've opened, you are not in law school, you are in the law faculty. So we entered the law faculty, all of us. Oh, we must have been hundred and something. And then the rule in that time was that after the first year, you will do an exam. And during that exam, only 40 will be chosen to do LLB and go on to become barristers. The whole Ghana. And there were not so many law faculties everywhere. Only Legon. And I think they had an extra campus at Workers' College. But there, if you went to first year, it took two years to do the first year. So they were going to choose only 40 people. I was very afraid. Some people never slept. They would stay in the trees. Some people never bathed. And some people hardly left their rooms except for lectures because everybody wanted to be chosen. Now here we were. We were children of God. And we knew that we couldn't say we will not fellowship because serving God is not seasonal. Amen? And we couldn't also say we will not go for prayer meetings. We had faith that God will help us. But we still had to learn extra. So we took it. We named it. We claimed it. But to take it for it to be real, we had to prepare. And I used to pray and tell God, you know, God, they say only 40 people will be eligible. I see this full classroom and everybody got very high marks. I don't know how. I'm going to make my way into this 40. But I trust in you. And as I learn, I pray for clarity. I pray for understanding. I pray that you will lead me. Lord, I know it's not by our poor. The Holy Spirit can prepare me as to which questions will come. As to how I will, I will go about it. 
So a day before we started the exam, there was a paper called Constitutional Law. And we're all so afraid of the lecturer. It's now that I've grown, I've come to see it wasn't such a frightening subject, but the lecturer made it so. Anyway, question one was compulsory, 40 marks. And I was with my roommate. And we said, I said, I think DuPont Steel is a very important uh, case and it will come. Then my roommate said, hey, but do you have the case here? We didn't have. So we started to ask people, do you have DuPont Steel? Do you know where DuPont Steel is? So somebody briefed it here. Oh, it was here. Oh, the library, the book has been taken. Oh, hey. Then as we asked, they said that they know a guy who has it, but he's in Saba Hall, Oponglo, which is like the last hall of Saba Hall. I've never even been there before. Anyway, what is his name? They said, oh, he's in our class. He's called E.A.T. Saki. That is what made me know him. Yeah, I used to see him and I used to call him the boy in the brown trousers, but I didn't know him. So I had to go and look for him. So when I went, I saw his door. He had written, woe is me if I preach not the gospel. So I said to my roommate, this must be the room. Then we knocked. When we knocked, he was surprised to see us. And it was the day before, so there was not a time for pleasantry. He said, please, we are looking for DuPont Steel. Do you have it? Say, yes, I have it. But you too, do you have this other case? Say, yes, we have it. So we sat down, somebody we have not studied with before. So we sat down and we looked at all the DuPont Steel. We wrote whatever he too, he took our case, wrote it. The next day was a paper. When we went, question one, compulsory, 40 marks, DuPont Steel. DuPont Steel. But beloved, it took a claiming, a naming, and a taking. It took preparation. It took following the Holy Spirit. And what the Holy Spirit told us was to put our faith in action, not just faith. So faith without works is dead. Amen. And do you know what I used to pray? I've always done that anyway. God forgive me. You know, I'm not a very ambitious person, naturally speaking. But I don't like shame. So I think I learned more not to be ashamed, but not that I have some wild dreams. So I used to tell God, you know, they say they want 40 people. I don't mind being 40th or 39th. Just want to be in it. It doesn't matter where you put me. But God helped me and put me better than that. Amen. But if I had slept in my room and said, oh, God has told me, but you know, DuPont still come into my head. DuPont still by faith, I claim you. I claim you. No. To take it, it took effort. It took traveling. It took looking for somebody I didn't know. That is how to activate your faith. Amen, somebody. The Bible is saying that if you do not work, you must not eat. I would like you to commit that verse to memory 
and to live with, her, with it. Amen. If you want to be blessed financially, you must learn to tithe. You see, I learned to tithe as a very young age by the grace of God. So a few days ago, I was thinking about it and I said, hey, tithe has become so much a part of my life over all these years that it doesn't even occur to you that, oh, let me borrow it a little. Because you started as a child. Amen. And God says when you bring the tithe, he will open the windows of heaven and he will bless you. So you may be naming prosperity, claiming prosperity, but to take it, you have to walk on his word. Amen. How many of you are tithers here? How many of you children are tithers here? Very few. How many of you are not tithers but are going to be tithers after this meeting? Let me see your hands. Wow. If you want to prosper, God's word is your light. Amen. You might as well say, twinkle, twinkle, little star. How I wonder where you are and what you are if you are not doing what you should do in order for God to prosper you. Amen. So we have to learn to obey the word of God. That is how to take it. So I'm teaching you on take it. Okay? And take it means you act on your faith. Amen. With salvation also, you can just take your miracle by acting on the word of God. Ephesians 2 verse 8. For by faith are we saved and not through works. It is the gift of God. Amen. That is a reality. It is true. But what does Romans chapter 10 verse 9 and 10 say? The Bible says we are saved by faith, by grace. By grace are you faith, saved through faith. It is a gift of God. It is true, it is a gift. But Romans 10 9 says, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. So yes, you are saved by grace through faith. But you have to take some steps to take the salvation that has been given you. Amen, somebody. So you can't just say, oh, I come to church, therefore I'm saved. Oh, we are saved by grace, therefore I'm saved. No. If thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in your heart that God has... So you have to open your mouth and say, Jesus, I need you. I'm a sinner. Come and dwell in my heart. Amen. Bishop Ni, I don't know why you are here, but you are very welcome. We are blessed to have you. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for honoring our Shomkom by your presence. Please sit down. If it's healing that you want, you take your miracle healing by acting on God's word. We have to believe. 
that we have healing and act as if we have been healed amen it is not faithless to take medicine amen somebody because it's God who gives wisdom for the manufacture of the medicine and sometimes you take medicine and it still doesn't work but faith in God and God's power can release the power of healing but you also have to confess I believe I'm healed you take it by confessing and acting like you are healed amen you don't say I'm healed and then you, you don't so if you couldn't move your arm move it now and say hey, me I'm waiting God has to move it before no you move it in faith and as you move it you get your healing that is how to take it amen in the same way we become righteous and we become holy by taking it you see what we read said john one top he gives you power to become a child of god all the things that are not in jesus should not be found in you and i jesus is not a liar jesus is not a thief jesus is not a fornicator and jesus has power to overcome sin the children of today the christians of today lead powerless lives and they live as if sin and unrighteousness is greater than the power of god no sir when christ comes to live in us he gives us power to become what he wants us to become amen so it takes faith and a claiming of your righteousness to be able to live like a child of God. Amen. The Bible says that the same power that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you and I. How did we come by that? We came by that, the same spirit. How did we come by that? We came by that by becoming children of God. Amen. And so when the Bible says the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead, if it dwells in you, it will quicken your mortal body. Amen. The same spirit, that Holy Spirit that made Jesus heal, that Holy Spirit that made Jesus raised from the dead, raised people from the dead, that same spirit that made Jesus cast out devils that spirit romans chapter 8 verse 11 romans 8 verse 11 but if the spirit of him that raised up jesus from the dead dwell in you and i he that raised up christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal body by his spirit in the flesh amen i want to i want a more modern version please Romans chapter 8 verse 11 Do you have new international version something? Okay, let me read mine Oh, okay And if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you The person who raised Christ from the dead Will also give life to your mortal Mortal means fleshly bodies 
because of his spirit who lives in you amen it doesn't really say it well what the bible says is the same spirit that raised jesus christ from the dead it lives in you it lives in you no matter your age because you are a child of god that is power and why does god give you that power so that you can overcome the world so that you can overcome fornication so that you can overcome sin so that you can overcome lying so that you can overcome having a dual life amen but how do you take it you name it you claim it and you take it by walking in it amen so if you are the righteousness of god in christ you live as a righteous person you walk in righteousness you walk in holiness you are like joseph when potiphar's wife wanted to sleep with him he didn't stay there and say let's negotiate so what exactly do you want to do she didn't say let's have a u.n meeting for us to discuss the bible said joseph fled and the book of timothy says that flee youthful lusts he didn't say negotiate useful lust discuss useful lust see what you will do flee amen the bible says god was with joseph and i believe that that was the power that enabled him to say no to a temptation like potiphar's wife to say no to a very powerful woman and you too that power lives in you and that power gives you power over the darkness of this world over the sin in your school over the sin in your friends over the sin in the people in your compound house god came to give you power amen somebody hmm. what we need to go a step further and know god personally for ourselves is going to depend on what we say and what we act on faith without works is dead faith james 2 14 what does it profit my brethren if a man say he has faith but does not have works so you can't have faith without works you can't have faith that god has made you righteous without the works of righteousness you can't have faith without being obedient abraham is called the father of faith it is not only because he believed it's good but what makes us see that we you believe is the fact that you act on what you believe amen somebody a story is told of a young woman who was emaciated very old very hungry very you know even my husband told me in those days when the farming came to ethiopia they had an ethiopian patient she was skinny all bones she was dying on the ward they didn't know what to do i believe this person was also in the same uh, uh, soup or same boat and then they came to ask her do you believe that if you eat this kfc you will be healed because she was dehydrated and there was farming so they asked her do you believe that if you eat this food you will believe she said i believe she said do you believe she said, i believe do you believe i believe so they brought a whole catering service of food 
And they said, eat. And she said, I believe. I believe. I believe. I believe. And she passed away. Why did she pass away? Because she did not act on what she believed. So if you just sit there and say, I believe. I believe. I believe. You are not going anywhere to happen. But you have to act on what you believe. She needed to eat the food. As she had said that she believed. Amen. And that is faith. You cannot live in this world without faith. Amen. When Abraham stretched forth his hand to sacrifice Isaac, God saw one of the greatest acts of faith in history. And that gave life to the promises and confessions of Abraham. Abraham had a name which meant he would be the father of many nations. He believed that his descendants would be like the stars in the sky. How could such such incredible things happen only through living by faith? Abraham's faith came alive when he courageously obeyed the Lord. And God came and said, ah, now I know that the things that you have said, Abraham, you will do. Amen. So over the weekend, you have learned about taking your claim. Did you learn about name it? Did you learn about take it? And now what are you going to do? You are going to take it. I want you to be a different person in your school because of your faith. Because you believe that the eyes of God are everywhere. Including that bathroom you go to to go and do grinding. God is there. One young man told me. He was. He was seen in church as a very good person. And he went with it, but he was in JHS. And some boys he used to move with said, At break time, we are going to this corner here and we are going to grind. How many of you know what grinding is? Hey, don't pretend. So, anyway, he went and he learned grinding. So, every day he went to school, he would go and grind. You know, grind, you do your body some way, the girl, whatever, anyway. So he said to me that he had this, he has this innocent face. He looks so righteous. And he said to me, Lady Reverend, I had this dual life throughout up to JHS 3. I wrote my BEC and I was still grinding. Then, I came to my first first fire and you spoke about hating what God hates and loving what God loves and it was at that meeting I repented before God and I became who I am today and he said that if I had not met God at that stage because I was in transition to secondary school Lady Reverend, it would not have been easy. Incidentally, one of his parents had come to share with me that ah, I had a very strange dream. In that dream, my son was wearing a t-shirt. And then when I saw him, 
I said, remove the t-shirt. The t-shirt was white. Remove the t-shirt. When he removed it, it was black all under. I said, really? Then pray. What does it mean? So as he was sharing this with me, I said, ah, your parents had a dream and came to share it with me. So this was the duality. I said, yes. Even mommy came to tell me that this was the dream in the system. And I was thinking about it. I was afraid. But lady reverend, I still did not change. But when I came to first fire and I changed, then I understood the dream. That, and I knew that I would have continued to be dual. That is not faith. Faith acting according to what you want people to think about you is not faith. Faith is acting on God's word. And what does God's word say? It says that the eyes of the Lord are everywhere. Beholding the good and the bad. When you are stealing the sugar, God sees. When you are stealing the meat, God sees. When you are lying, God sees. Sometimes we are afraid of our saved pastors more than we are of God. But faith in God's word will help you to walk in righteousness and holiness. Amen, somebody. And God will never tell you something that he does not give you power for. That is how we take it. Amen, somebody. Hmm. We are getting to the end. If we do not back our confessions with positive actions, our faith will be dead and useless and worthy of the rubbish dump. It's time to act on your faith. You have named it. You have claimed it. Now take it in Jesus' name. Amen. When you are having your quiet time, leave time for faith confessions and say i am the righteousness of god in christ why because the bible says he made him to be sin who knew no sin that we may become the righteousness of god in christ so we grew up knowing that we were the righteousness of god in christ the righteousness of god in christ does not get drunk the righteousness of god in christ does not put his hand in people's panties the righteousness of God in Christ does not watch pornography. The righteousness of God in Christ does not go to certain places. The righteousness of God in Christ knows that he is a temple of the living God. Amen. The Bible says about Noah that he was a preacher of righteousness. We live in a time of Noah. Bible says as the days of Noah were so shall the days of the coming of man be second Peter chapter 2 second Peter chapter 2 if you are there say amen if you are not there say wait for me reading from verse 4 for if God did not spare angels when they sinned but sent them to hell putting them in chains of darkness to be held for judgment if he did not spare the ancient world when he brought the flood on its ungodly people but protected Noah a preacher of righteousness 
and seven others. Amen. The Bible says in Hebrews 11, by faith, Noah was told by God to build the ark. Can you imagine when the sun is shining, that the, there's no dark cloud for years, you are building an ark. And people say, hey, Noah, what are you doing? So God is going to destroy the earth. Oh, God's judgment is going to come on the earth. And nobody believes you. They taunt you. They laugh at you. But you go on building the ark. Building the ark. And on the day that you finish, the rain starts coming. And God saves you, your household, and all the species of animals. And then the ark is closed. And the rain comes down. Beloved, we live in the times of Noah. People don't believe God's word. They don't believe that Jesus is coming again. They don't believe that they have a God to answer for. They don't believe that there's a hell. They don't believe that God can destroy the earth. But the Bible is saying, if God did not spare these people, then what about us? So faith in God will let you believe that there's a world after today that hell is real and heaven is real and because you know that Jesus is coming again your faith in his word will direct your steps you will live in the fear of God irrespective of how the world is living because you will always be in the minority you will not always be in the majority faith faith is God's power to you to overcome. Amen. Therefore, we are going to lead you in some confessions. As you have learned about name it, claim it, and take it, it's now time to put what you are naming and what you are claiming into action. Amen, everybody. Second Corinthians 4, 13 talks about the spirit of faith. Second Corinthians 4, Verse 13. It is written, I believed, therefore I have spoken. Since you and I have that same spirit of faith, we also believe, and therefore what? We speak. Amen? We also believe, and therefore what? What does the Bible say? also believe and therefore and therefore and therefore so because we believe and because we know that we have to name it claim it and take it by our actions we are going to go through some confessions in this book name it claim it and take it amen and I want you to get copies because this book it's not a business for Bishop Dye. Amen? You can see how he gives books away and these books are subsidized. But I want you each to have copies so that every day you open to a page and you confess things over your life so that they will come to pass. Amen? When you are having a battle, rise up and confess. Talk to yourself. Because even faith comes by hearing yourself speak. Amen? So when you hear yourself speak, faith will come. So the Bible says when you have a spirit of faith, we speak. So I want you all to get up, stand up, 
and speak to God. Tell him, Lord, I'm going to show my faith by my works. From today, I'm going to allow your power to lead me, to help me, to make me an overcomer. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth and speak to God. Open your mouth and speak to God. Amen. Open your mouth. We are not in a cemetery. Open your mouth from the back to the middle. Cry out to God from your heart. Forget about who is on your left, who is on your right. Speak. Speak, Lord. I want to take it. Faith without actions is dead. From today, I'm going to walk by faith. I'm going to be courageous. I'm going to do it. I believe it, Lord. Amen. Every eye closed and every head bowed. Before we go into the confessions, every eye closed, every head bowed on my right. On my right. Every head bowed, every eye closed. You are here this evening. You want to say, Lady Reverend, pray for me. I'm not sure whether I'll go to heaven or hell when I die. Lady Reverend, I've not received Jesus as my Savior. Or even if I have, Lady Reverend, I've been living my life the way I please. But tonight, Lady Reverend, I want to respond to the invitation of Jesus Christ to make me a new person, to come and live in me and give me power to overcome. Lady Reverend, I'm tired of playing games with God. Tonight, tonight, it ends. And I've decided to start all over again. If you are like that here tonight, just lift up your hands wherever you are standing. It's not about popularity. It's not about who knows you. It's not about who thinks you are a Christian. It's about what's in your heart. I see your hands. God bless you. Jesus can see you. Jesus is reaching out to touch you. And if you've lifted up your hands, huh, come forward. Come forward, but space yourself. Come forward, but space yourself. Come, give them a hand. They are responding to Jesus. They are ready to name it, to claim it, and to give their lives to Jesus. They are ready for a new dimension, a new beginning. Yes, you surrender to Jesus. Run, run and space out. Space out to my left and my right. Left and right of the stage. Space out. With your hands lifted up. A new beginning. New life in Jesus Christ. New life in Jesus Christ. taking or you've taken and he respects you for it now close your eyes and say these prayers after me and mean it with all your heart Lord Jesus tonight I come to you just as I am 
Jesus, I'm full of sin. I'm a sinner. But I come to you. But I come to you. Wash me. Wash me. In the precious blood. In the precious blood. Of Jesus. Of Jesus. Forgive me. Forgive me. For all my sins. For all my sins. And Lord. Lord. Make me your child. Make me your child. So that I will receive power. So that I will receive power. To walk in all your ways. To walk in all your ways. Jesus. Thank you for coming to die on the cross. Thank you for coming to die on the cross. So that I may be saved. So that I may be saved. And thank you that by this prayer. Thank you that by this prayer. I have received eternal life. I've received eternal life. And thank you that by this prayer. Thank you that by this prayer. I have become a true child of God. I've become a true child of God. And thank you that by this prayer. Thank you that by this prayer. I have begun a new chapter. I've begun a new chapter. A new season. A new season. Of righteousness. Of righteousness. And of holiness. And of holiness. Because Jesus. Because Jesus. You have come to live in me. You have come to live in me. Because of this prayer. Because of this prayer. And because you live in me. And because you live in me. I can overcome everything. I can overcome everything. I confess. I confess that I'm now a child of God. That I'm now a child of God. I am not overcome by sin. I'm not overcome by sin. But I overcome every sin. But I overcome every sin. By the power of God. By the power of God. That lives within me. That lives within me. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Those of you who came forward, it's a new beginning. You have to mean what you have prayed. From today, spend time having your quiet time. Quiet time is when God speaks to us and we also speak back to Him. And spend time during your quiet time, read a portion of the Bible and ask the Holy Spirit who now lives in you to explain it to you. And after you have read it and understood it, ask the Holy Spirit to give you power as you go to school, as you go on the bus, as you live around to live a powerful Christian life. And every day, confess to yourself, I'm a child of God. The world cannot overcome me. I have overcome the world. Amen. God bless you. And keep coming to church and grow. Amen. You may take your seat. Clap for them. God bless you. Now that we have prayed, now that we have dedicated our lives to Christ, now that we are new creatures, all of us are on the same page, we want to go through these confessions. Amen. There are so many, but we're going to do some. How many, of belie- how many of you believe that what you say will come to pass? How many of you believe that you should say good things? How many of you know that the things you should say should be from the Bible? Because God's word is what will work. Amen. I need everybody upstanding. And say it like you believe it. We are doing our confessions for improving ourselves in prayer.
I declare boldly that my spiritual life that my spiritual life is taking a new turn. Is taking a new turn. Prayer is no longer. Prayer is no longer lacking in my life. Lacking in my life. I pray on a regular basis. I pray on a regular basis. I pray for at least one hour every day. I pray for at least one hour every day. I speak in tongues on a regular basis. I speak in tongues on a regular basis. When I'm walking or running, I speak in tongues. When I'm walking or running, I'm speaking in tongues. Whenever I pray in tongues, I build myself up. Whenever I pray in tongues, I build myself up. No one may understand me. No one may understand me. But in the spirit. But in the spirit. I am speaking mysteries to God. I'm speaking mysteries to God. Because I pray. Because I pray. Regularly. Regularly. I'm becoming a mighty spiritual warrior. I'm becoming a mighty spiritual warrior. The back. My spiritual life is improving at this very moment. My spiritual life is improving at this very moment. There is a great improvement in my prayer life. There is a great improvement in my prayer life. I no longer find it difficult to wake up early enough to pray. I no longer find it difficult to wake up early enough to pray. Look, you have to say it with faith. You have to believe it. Because you get what you say. Amen. Amen. I pray the prayer of agreement and I experience results. I pray the prayer of agreement and I experience results. I regularly pray for the kingdom of God to come. I regularly pray for the kingdom of God to come. My heart and my mind is on the kingdom of God. My heart and my mind is on the kingdom of God. It is always on the church of God. It is always on the church of God. And my pastors and my pastors I pray for my pastors I pray for my pastors that God will establish them that God will establish them and have mercy on them and have mercy on them I ask the Lord for whatever I need I ask the Lord for whatever I need and he answers and he answers you standing there open your mouth and speak I ask the Lord for whatever I need I ask the Lord for whatever I need and he answers and he answers I lack nothing in my life I lack nothing in my life because I have 100% answered prayer because I have 100% answered prayer whenever I pray whenever I pray I forgive those who have wronged me I forgive those who have wronged me and because I always forgive them because I always forgive them. God is forgiving me every day. God is forgiving me every day. God delivers me from temptation every day. God delivers me from temptation every day. God delivers me from evil all the time. God delivers me from evil all the time. A thousand are falling on my left. A thousand are falling on my left. And ten thousand on my right hand. Oh, and ten thousand on my right hand. But nothing bad happens to me. But nothing bad happens to me. This is because I pray. This is because I pray. That God should deliver me. That God should deliver me. From evil. From evil. And lead me not into temptation. And lead me not into temptation. I can now pray for several hours. I can now pray for several hours. I can pray for one continuous hour. 
I can pray for one continuous hour. I can pray for two continuous hours. I can pray for two continuous hours. I can pray for three continuous hours. I can pray for three continuous hours. I can pray for seven continuous hours. Receive it. Receive it. God is taking me to higher heights in spiritual things. God is taking me to higher heights in spiritual things. I fast on a regular basis. I fast on a regular basis. Because Jesus fasted. Because Jesus fasted. Just like Apostle Paul. Just like Apostle Paul. I fast often. I fast often. I make time to pray. I make time to pray. Prayer and fasting gives me great results. Prayer and fasting gives me great results. I have breakthroughs in my life every day. I have breakthroughs like every day how many are naming it how many are claiming it how many are taking it I am taking it in Jesus name amen our confession for mastering the word of God Wow. the word of God is sweet the word of God is sweet it is sweeter than my food it is sweeter than my food it is sweeter than honey to my mouth. It is sweeter than honey to my mouth. That is why I read my Bible every day. That is why I read my Bible every day. I have a personal Bible. I have a personal Bible. I always obey the word of God. I always obey the word of God. I can do everything the Bible says I can do. I can do everything the Bible says. Do I, I have do. a witness here? Yes. You can do everything the Bible says you can do. I can do everything the Bible says I can do. Everything I find difficult. Everything I find difficult has become easy. It has become easy because of the power of God. Because of the power of God. Because of the word of God. Because of the word of God. I'm more than a conqueror. I'm more than a conqueror. I'm blessed. I am blessed. I'm healed. I am healed. I'm delivered. I'm delivered. I'm rescued. I am rescued. I'm saved. I am saved. I'm victorious. I am victorious. I'm above all things. I'm above all things. I'm not below. I am not below. I am the head. I am the head. I am redeemed. I am redeemed. I'm sanctified. I am sanctified. I'm the righteousness of God. I am the righteousness of God. I am who the Bible says I am. I am who the Bible says I am. I'm not a shallow Christian. I'm not a shallow Christian. Because I study the word regularly. Because I study the word regularly. I'm not an empty Christian. I am not an empty Christian. Because I meditate on God's word every day. Because I meditate on God's word every day. When I meditate on the word of God. When I meditate on the word of God. I become wiser. I become wiser. Is anybody getting wiser? Yes. I invest in books and Bibles. I invest in books and Bibles. Oh, how I love the Bible. Oh, how I love the Bible. It is my meditation all the day. It's my meditation all the day. By meditating on the Bible, by meditating on the Bible, God has made me wiser than all my enemies. God has made me wiser than all my enemies. I have understanding than all my teachers. I have understanding than all my teachers. I have understanding than all the people who set my exam questions. 
I have understanding more than all the people who set my examples. The word of God is a lamp unto my feet. The word of God is a lamp unto my feet. And a light to my path. And a light to my path. I constantly listen to messages. Because faith comes by hearing. Because faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. And hearing by the word of God. My faith is improved. My faith is improved. When I listen to messages. When I listen to messages. I see myself becoming a spiritual giant. I see myself becoming a spiritual giant. Right now. Right now. I have great faith. I have great faith. Because I'm always soaking in the word. Because I'm always soaking in the word. My eyes stay awake in the night. My eyes stay awake in the night. So that I may meditate on God's word. So that I may meditate on God's word. I read Christian books. I read Christian books. On a regular basis. On a regular basis. Instead of watching foolish movies. Instead of watching foolish movies. And they are helping me greatly. And they are helping me greatly. I fight against ignorance in my life. I fight against ignorance in my life. By reading good Christian books. By reading good Christian books. I rise into success. I rise into success. I have divine insight and divine revelation. I have divine insight and divine revelation. The purpose and call of God on my life will be fulfilled. That the purpose and call of God on my life will be fulfilled. My life in public is the same as my life in secret. Yes, my life in public is the same as my life in secret. My life that is seen is the same as my life that is not seen. My life that is seen is the same as my life that is not seen. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I destroy every secret sin. I destroy every secret sin. Evil and wickedness do not live in my life. Evil and wickedness do not live in my life. I'm clean outside and I'm clean inside. I'm clean outside and I'm clean inside. The glory of God is fresh on me. The glory of God is fresh on me. I'm faithful to my church. I am faithful to my church. My church is marching on. My church is marching on. Safe church is marching on. Safe church is marching on. Shonkom is marching on. Shonkom is marching on. And the gates of hell cannot prevail against it. The gates of hell cannot prevail against it. My enemies without and within cannot stop us. My enemies without and within cannot stop us. The church is a source of direction and inspiration for me. The church is a source of direction and inspiration for me. I see continuous beauty. I see continuous beauty. Continuous excellence. Continuous excellence. And continuous prosperity. And continuous prosperity. I live a pure life. I live a pure life. In holiness and righteousness. In holiness and righteousness. The spirit of criticism. The spirit of criticism. And gossiping. And gossiping. Are no longer in my life. Are no longer in my life. I don't want to be like Satan. I don't want to be like Satan. I've broken the Judas spirit in my life. I've broken the Judas spirit in my life. I see the anointing coming on me. I see the anointing coming on me. I feel the anointing dripping on me. I feel the anointing dripping on me. I see God's blessings of promotion. I see God's blessings of promotion. And upliftment. Coming on me right now. Coming on me right now. Because.
faithful and loyal. Because I'm faithful and loyal. In the little God has given me. In the little God has given me. God has given me much. God has given me much. I'm faithful with money. I'm faithful with money. I'm faithful with tithing. I'm faithful with tithing. Because I'm faithful with unrighteous mammon. Because I'm faithful with unrighteous mammon. God has given me true riches. God has given me true riches. I declare myself free from worry. I declare myself free from worry. Free from condemnation. Free from condemnation. And free from stress. And free from stress. Free from need. Free from eat and free from poverty and free from poverty I do not worry myself about unnecessary things anymore I do not worry myself about unnecessary things anymore. I've cast all my burdens on Jesus I've cast all my burdens on Jesus and I am free now and I'm free now I'm free from every demonic hold I'm free from every demonic hold I'm free from every demonic hold I'm free Free from every demonic hold. Christ has set me free. Christ has set me free. And I'm free indeed. And I'm free indeed. Give your put your hands together for Woo! Jesus. Come on. And on this note, we declare Shomkom Largely Petro 2021 duly closed. And we go out there to name it, to claim it, and to take it for Jesus. Make some noise. Hallelujah. It was great having you today. To find out more about the resources available by Adelaide Heward Mills, please visit at the Kodesh, North Kaneshi. Or meet her on Facebook at Reverend Mrs. Adelaide Heward Mills. For prayer and counseling, please call 0243-187-900. You can also drop us an email at honeyonmylips at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Until next time, God richly bless you.